everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 118. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rama S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And we are live tonight for the week of June 18, 2013. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. If you're part of the forums, it is a perfect time for you to sign in, check in, and get awesome bonus points for being on, for listening to the show, and then some. If you want more information about swag and Vogue points, check out the forums at uh, vognetwork.com slash forums. Chat room is live and is pumping. We got good things going. You can check that out also at live.vognetwork.com. Or if you already have a chat client such as Merck, XChat, or Chatzilla, it is irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue. Check-ins are live. Let's rock and roll. So how's everybody doing tonight? Eh, all right. Eh. It's always eh with you. Yeah, what can I say? I'm Grumpy Cat. Uh, you might have to talk to Jessica about that title. <laughs> all right, well, uh, I don't know. Grumpy Cat has siblings. <laughs> well, it is true. Grumpy Cat does have a, have a brother. <laughs> Well, I forget the cat's name, but it is... Tartar Sauce? Yeah, Tartar Sauce has a brother. <laughs> Who actually is the grumpy one. Really? Uh. Yeah, the uh, the owners say that uh, Tard, which is Grumpy Cat, um, she's actually really... Like, she explores a lot. She goes around and does things and mm-hmm. is actually a really happy cat. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, her brother is the one that is really, really grumpy. <laughs> wow. It's like complete and total role reversal here. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's do our uh, recaps. Let's kind of get some things going. So, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? A lot better than last week, that's for sure. Well, that's but good. Then, but then again, I wouldn't really be saying much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, what was the last time you were ever at a mid- midnight release for a movie? Uh, several years ago to see Star Trek, and it was on Intel's dime. Ugh, well, good for you. But uh, I, this past Thursday, I saw Man of Steel at midnight in 3D. Oh, how was that? And uh, I didn't get home till. But we didn't get out of the theater until 3 in the morning. Which, uh... This is the first time I ever happened to meet for a movie, because, uh... I just never did. Plus, I had to get up early in the morning, so... I was get, getting to bed at, like, 3.30 and getting, like, four, three, four hours of sleep. Mm. But, uh, other than that, I uh, ended up vacuuming the pool, and, uh... And it ended up being a lot messier than we thought because uh, the one filter basket kept clogging up. Had to pull that out, you know, backwash, empty it, put it back in, backwash to uh, get it going. Well, that's good. 
Also, you, uh, how bad did it rain where you are? Because this morning it was uh, insane. Um, it was hit or miss, but last week really had me. I almost lost my tablet. Ouch. I'll get into that shortly, but the floor is still but, yours. Uh, good this, like this morning, it was raining so hard. It, a, it started hailing at one point. B, you, you see my house. You, you know where the driveway is? Yes. The, uh, the water was so massive that it was actually getting up to our garage door. See, I don't need to hear shit like that because I live in a basement. Luckily, there's a drainage ditch right outside, but still. Yeah, ours uh, can't handle that much water flow, so that's why I backed up and shit started coming up the driveway. Thankfully, our cars didn't get swept away because they were parked right outside the house because how the fuck were we supposed to know that would happen? <laughs> but yeah, that was my week. Alright, if we go to the chat room real quick... Evidently, while we're getting stuff together, because Mako-chan mentioned uh, Grumpy Cat, it became a discussion about Grumpy Cat and Tartar Sauce, and Rajiner asks, what's Tartar Sauce's brother's name, Fish Sticks? And to that, Mako-chan says, it's Pokey. Yep. And mind you now, while I was looking up information to find out the name of her brother, well, we already know there's going to be a Tartar Sauce movie. Which kind of upsets me. Well, yeah, and also there's going to be a series of Grumpy Cat beverages. What? What? That's what you need. A can of extra bitch right on your table. <laughs> oh my god. Now, I, now, now I'm kind of interested in that. Well, they already have Shack branded sodas by uh, beverages by Arizona and I'm like, well... Wait, Shack branded? Yeah, go to 7-Eleven. You'll see them. They're called Soda Shack. For some reason, with that, maybe it's a song playing on the background, but I imagine like Shaquille O'Neal, you know, S-H-A-Q brand. Yeah, that's what it is. At the top of the can it says soda, at the bottom it says Shack. And with all his facial expressions, it makes me think twice if I want to pick up a can of it. I was fucking kidding. <laughs> Now I'm going to have to try it out of morbid curiosity. I hear the cream soda's pretty good. I don't know. The one 7-Eleven around me I went to a few years ago, it still had the holiday spice soda on the shelves. From Pepsi. Wow. That's a little something special. Yeah, that should be off the shelves. Yes. Yes, it should. I'm not saying it was a clean 7-Eleven. Well, well, the one that were, by where Jane used to live, they had the old school 50 cent sodas. I was like, oh my god, my childhood. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, it actually wasn't that bad. Had a job interview last Thursday. Worked around the house this past weekend, and now I'm just immersing myself in um, Doctor Who fan fiction. Slash fan fiction? No, not yet, anyway. <laughs> wow. No, I'm actually reading a lot of different. Um, it's 
basically what if verse and there's a point in uh, the second season of the new episodes where the main companion Rose ends up in an alternative dimension and it's like one of the first times that the doctor has actually fallen in love with one of his companions so I've been reading a lot of fan fiction on what happens when she doesn't get tossed in that alternate in, in that dimension. Gotcha. So it's basically it's basically taking that character and implanting her in the rest of the series, which is hilarious because one of the other characters, Donna, Rose and Donna are just awesome together and they're hilarious. That's pretty good. Uh, wait, quick question. Was it Rose or Ace who got famous for beating a Dalek to bet death with a baseball bat? Uh, that would be Ace. That's in the older episodes. Rose actually kind of humanized one. Turned it into a pet. Not quite, but yeah. Hmm. Well, a pet Dalek. Would, would, you, would you treat it like a house cat? Uh, okay, smart ass. Go run box, with that. Little Dalek treats. Um, somehow I don't think that would work. Well, if you put a Dalek in front of your house, have it going back and forth, could make for a good theft deterrent system. Yeah. Mm, Dalek guard dog. Yeah, that would be interesting. Dalek in the front and canine in the back. Alright, that might be interesting to have as your theft deterrent. (laughs) Yeah, but if I'm going to have a theft deterrent, I would want one of the humans. I'll take Captain Jack. Because even if he gets shot, he'll just come back to life. <laughs> just so you can inspect his rifle? Yeah, yeah, that. Unfortunately, he's gay, but yeah, sure, okay. Well, I thought he went. I thought he. I thought Captain X swung both ways. Um, yeah, in this series, he basically. Because he comes from a time where basically humans have mated with everything. So he doesn't care at all about what he's throwing. But the act well yeah, cuz um yeah, it just gets a little weird, but the actor the actor himself is actually gay. Well, yeah, that, that I know, I'm just going for the character, but that aspect like you'd have an actual problem with that. You'd have the best of both worlds. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And now the hentai wheels are spinning at top speed ahead. She's like, I can't wait till this podcast is up and start writing this smutty fic. I don't need to write it. It's written. Oh, God. My my my, my favorite pairing in Doctor Who is actually um, the Doctor Rose and Jack. Oh, God. And there's plenty of that out there that I don't need to write anything. <laughs> I write smut, too, but that doesn't have to do with Doctor Who. The last time I wrote a hentai fan fiction, it mixed Ranma, Dragon Ball, and Sailor Moon. I was told to never create something like that ever again. But that's far from the worst out there. 
Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, when fanfiction.net was actually allowing um, that kind of fanfic on there, that's what most of my fanfic on there was, and I did a complete series of um, nothing but major, major crossover. Um, I think one of them, like, it was, it was kind of, um, Sailor in the Seven Balls-ish. Yeah. And it just had a bunch of different characters, but, like, it was different episode kind of things. But in the first one was, um... I combine Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, Tenchi Muyo, Sailor Moon, uh, and I think three or four other anime. Now, were you sober or drunk when you came up with this? <laughs> or were you high? I was 14. Okay, we'll chalk it up as high, peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but no, I was, I was 14 at that point when I started writing that series. Christ on a stick. Yeah, 16 oh. years ago. God. Still have it around here somewhere. All you need to do now is refresh it for for re- refresh updated with with lost chapters HD remix the whole nine yards. Yeah, I don't post my fan fiction anymore. Sorry. Yes, yeah, because you're lost. No, or our loss, I guess. I, no, because if she did, there'd be a crowd of people outside her house with with torches, you know, and a cross. No, no I stopped posting my fan fiction because too many people were stealing them and claiming them. Oh, after all. oh, that's even worse. Yeah, I would. Um, I haven't actually posted on any fan fiction website for a very, very long time. Uh, the last time I was actually writing a uh, Sailor Moon Harry Potter crossover. That's what Tumblr is for. Doesn't, but go on. Well, <laughs> no, because it, it kind of works out. Because um, Makoto in the series is actually um, taken care of. At least that's what they say. She's taken care of by an uncle from England. So at one point, the uncle calls in... I guess the big favor that she owes him for taking care of her and uh, basically it's when Sirius dies. He calls in the favor and has her come in and protect Harry. Sounds legit. And if we go to the chat room at um, at vognetwork.com slash live watch your talk goes, I like the lemons. Lemons are oh, fun. Oh, the Pepsi twist. Oh, never mind. Some, sorry, we're we're having two different conversations here. We're talking about yes, Pepsi but it offshoots. Works either one, yeah, yeah. It works in either one. Lemons are awesome. I write it based on the Pokemon. Write fan fiction based on the Pokemon world, like years in the future. What do you know about Brock when he hooks up with May? May has trouble sitting down at the end. I once read a Ronma. It was a massive crossover. We found out that Ronma's mother was one of the big four uh, trainers. Huh. That was interesting. I think it was Nabiki New Horizons, but um, I think I was like, that was one of my favorite fan fictions. But as for my week and my day, ugh, things have been pretty good. I caught up to date with, with most of my assignments, so I'm good. I missed an online test because I had to go deal with social services, so 
and the professor's like, you had a week in advance, and I'm like, if I known this was going to happen, don't you think I would have not done, you know, gone over there to handle some personal business, you know? So it's all in the hands of the dean to see what happens. I don't think it's a big deal because generally when you're online tests, the teacher just leaves it up there with no closed window room. So, but you know, we'll see how that happens. Um, I got the shotgun microphone for the te- for the camcorder. We'll give that a dry run at Senshi Matsuri. Um, I should be posting our our recording streaming schedule for that. Probably soon. Um, also, what we're going to do, we're going to put signs outside of the room that we're recording and letting people know when you walk in here, you acknowledge that you're going to be recorded and streamed online. Yeah. Works for me. Exactly. And also, something that kind of annoyed me today, but I guess it was a reminder I had to wash it anyway. So I went out and I bought some... Um, some cleaner, you know, spray bottle cleaner. Instead of carrying it around in my hand, I put it in my book bag. I get home, I open it up, and I'm like, the container's open. Oh, I pull that's it not out. good. It, good thing it was double bag because a lot of it ended up in the bag, and the bottom of my bag is wet. The only only <clears throat> damage was to my notebook. At the bottom edges, so and luckily, um, where is my my ta- my tablet is safe and secure. So and my 3ds and the games were in a separate pouch. But um, as I was saying before about the um about about my tablet, like remember last week when it was like really raining like crazy? Uh huh. What happened was that. What happened was, you know, I'm going, I'm going to class. I got the umbrella. I get the class. Yeah, evidently the angle of the umbrella was enough to keep my um was not enough to keep my uh, my bag uh, uh, dry. So my tablet got a little wet. That's no good. Yeah, and it's it's that one of those fake leather uh, cases, the one that Ari has on his. Uh, took it out. It didn't fully dry, so I said, "Fuck it." I ended up buying another one. It's like it's like a smart cover that you see people with their iPads have. Ah. Uh, but at least I have more. At least I have the full screen, so I'm not like restricted. Because depending on how you're holding it on the old case, you have to like kind of pull the, the the cover down a little so you can tap the home the home key. But other than that, it's a fine. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is with mine, but it takes like seven or eight seconds to start it up from you know, tur- from turned off to turned on. Well, I actually have what's called Android Assistant on mine. It just kind of makes sure everything is running properly, and I have certain stuff turned off. So, tablet is just like a computer. Sometimes you do have to give it a good uh, refresher, a good cleaning. If we go to the uh, chat room real quick. Uh, Hockey Comment says, if you were to write fanfics focusing on Saber Marionette characters voiced by Megumi Hayashibara, would it be a Lime fanfic? That was bad and you should feel bad. This and, episode started off weird. And, and Ari, I just want you to know there was a burlesque routine with Misty, but no Ash. Damn. 
Well, they have the Sailor Sentia anime next, so... I, I ain't talking to one that had the halftime show. I wasn't at the burlesque, so I wouldn't know. Hmm. I, I, you know, I think we've got that out the way. So, this is basically our rundown. Um, we're going to be talking about... Uh, let's see. We're going to be interviewing a cosplayer slash photographer. Her name is Krista Morris. She has what's called the Cosplay Studio Project. We're going to talk to her shortly about how she got into this, her goals and dreams with this, and how, and how she's going to run with it. And also on the positive side, that her Kickstarter hit the goal and it's still going, so I'm really happy about that. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Car Captain Sakura, Gundam Wing, and we're going to pay homage to a very famous uh, voice actor. And if we have time, I did find a couple other articles that will probably prove to be kind of interesting. It makes me wonder, makes me think twice about Anime News Network if they're going like totally as a, a generic geek type website. <laughs> so, shall we take that break and kick and get things going? Certainly. All right. Sure. You got it. We will be back.
If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VogNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. You know, I, I, I got to admit, with all of the background noise upstairs, I'm surprised that it is not picked up on the podcast. Really? Yeah, I have a damn good microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, a couple of things. Like Before we uh, started um, tonight's broadcast, I was talking about this program I started watching called The Somebody Have to Go. It's pretty much a... It focuses on a small business... Pop, it could be a known company, could be an unknown company, where they find their issues within the company, and they give the company to the employees, and they go through all the key players, and you tell, and they ask you what you like, what you, of this character you like or don't like, and so forth, and then they reveal everybody's salaries, and then from that, and, and the time that you've worked with them, you pick three for termination. Just like that, just shoot them out the door. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, if they're blasting off again. If there's ever been a time to sell somebody up the river, now would be the chance. But what's interesting is that from the two companies I've they've shown so far, it's been family oriented. So, I mean, I understand family comes first. Family means everything, but you know what? Family don't pay the bills. If family is not making my my bottom dollar to make a profit, family has got to go. Family comes first. Tell that to Vince McMahon. <laughs> well, think about it. Well, look, Shane got out when he did. Steph is still there making money. I mean, hey. I just meant that aside from actually being on TV and, and pissing all over the angle, that's what Vince had said. The company comes first, you know, blah, 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 blah. To his own daughter, which, you know, comes off as kind of dickish, but yeah, that's yeah. the way Vince acts. Yeah, but and the, but the truth of the matter is, they, the entire McMahon family knows the business comes first. Mm. And, uh, Michael, you probably didn't see it yet, so I'm probably going to make you squeal right now. What? They're making a Lego movie. Yeah, I'm watching that now. And do you know? And do you notice who's doing the voice of God? Yeah. Morgan yeah. Freeman. What? Yeah. Ari, what was that? Morgan Freeman. Yep. That make, that shit makes you think. That they'll. That they'll put anything to, in the big screen if they think you can turn a profit on it. I don't. I think it's more like about time, but 
I digress. Well, hasn't that already happened? Well, we got Lego video games and Lego TV shows, so why not a movie? A theatrical movie, not straight to DVD. Yeah, it it seems interesting. (laughs) Okay, all right. Now let's get let's get down to um let's get down let's get down to business here. Okay, um we're going let's get let's get our uh, background music going to bring in our 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 guest of the evening. We are going to bring on Krista so she could tell us more about the. But on her Kickstarter, which actually got fully funded, the Cosplay Studio Project. Alright, I told her to stand by. Then. Alright, alright. Anytime now, Skype. I think Skype has us connected. Krista, are you with us, my dear? Not hearing anything. I don't think the call went through. Oh, jeez. Well, it looks like she's connected, so... Uh, let me run a, run a quick message over. Um... Oh, Skype, how you can be such a pain in the rear. Okay, alright. She can hear us, but, um, we can't hear you. It's like talking to an imaginary friend. No, it's Skype acting all Cartman-ish. You know, I I do what I want. Trust me. If I had the if I had the money, I would put in a secondary phone line and, a, and another set and another setup so it'd be a little so we can get it to work right. Yeah, um, she can hear us, but we can't hear her. Um, uh, let's see something. Nothing. Everything is fine. The settings are fine. Okay. All right. We're gonna try. We're gonna try this. We're gonna remove the from the group and try it again. Alright. We'll give things another go. Okay, well can you can you hear us my dear? We are live. What in the world is going on here? The Skype gods hate us. That's what we. No, no, it's not the Skype gods. It's Microsoft. Because remember, Microsoft is Skype's new owner. They hate everybody. To quote Travis Donovan, so there you go. Well, I'm gonna have a drink. Make that a double for me, good sir. Oh, good, I can get rid of the rest of the Gentleman Jack. How classy of you. Yeah, how's this for classy? There's about... There's enough left for about two shots, so I... So I poured a can of Mountain Dew in it. Mm-hmm. In the bottle. Tastes good, but the liquid itself kind of looks like piss. 
Yeah, um, that happens. Mountain Dew and any kind of Jack is really, really good. One thing about, about Mountain Dew, you can put anything in the bottle of Mountain Dew and people will automatically assume it's Mountain Dew. Yay for green tinted containers. I'm thinking of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's in New York and he gets a he's a, he's getting some food from a street vendor. He says, "Like, what do you got to wash it down with?" He goes, "I got crab juice or a Mountain Dew." He goes, "Like, yeah, oh, oh God, I'll take the crab juice." <laughs> That's terrible. So terrible. Alright, I I told her to check microphone settings because probably what's happening if you're if you're using a USB headset, Skype will be like, Oh, we're gonna go through this output. No, you fool, go through this output instead. It's like the clippy of internet communication. It looks like you were trying to add someone to the chat. Would you like help? <laughs> Speaking of Clippy, my, my, my sister, when I set up her laptop, she, I gave her to office helpers. She kept the uh, she kept the the cat links on her on her desktop on her desktop at all times. Huh. I can't say I don't blame her. She loves her cats. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of, uh, Oh, there it is. I'm sitting here like... I know I mentioned my tablet earlier. I'm like, where the hell did I put it? <laughs> All right. More calling Austin. Come in, Austin. Right, More so. calling Austin. Come in, Austin. All right, so... What in the world just happened... Oh, I got reconnect. Oh, there must have been a net split on the server. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and run with the articles. Once, uh, once Krista and Dan, once they get um the audio set up properly, she will just holler, and we can just roll right into it. Okay. All right. Where there's a will, there is a way. Okay, so uh. Marco, you want to take this first article about Card Captain Sakura? Sure. Let me just open it up. Oh, we are so fucking professional. <laughs> what? The fact that we faulty, faulty equipment, unprepared Parent. stuff, staff drinking on the job. Well, well I'm, I'm usually the one drinking on the job. Wait, wait, wait! wait I just heard something. I just heard something. Did I, or... I could have sworn. Echo? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was just an echo. Okay. Damn Skype gods fucking with us. And I don't use any lube either. <laughs> no, wait, I, 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 I hear... To I think I just heard uh, breathing on the other side. You're breathing. Oh, wait, I hear something. It's just very low. Yep, so do I. Hello? Speak towards the light. We're here. We can hear you. We can, we can hear you just a scouch. Can you hear me now? 
We can hear you, but you're still a little low. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can fix that. <laughs> wait, wait. I might. Wait, wait. I I may be able to fix that on on our end. Okay. God, God bless my ears. I don't blow my eardrums as I up the volume. Okay. Yes, I. Luckily, I have Skype on a volume control setting, so it helps. It's echoing a lot, though. Um, if you have. Do you have a live stream going in the background, or? I don't. It's just the Skype. At least you can turn the speakers down. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. We can work with this. Okay. (laughs) Trust me. The first time we went live, we shut down the stream several times and crashed it. All because (laughs) Winamp doesn't like um, Japanese symbols. And I'm like, really? Good. So, Krista, welcome to Anime Jam Session. Thanks. Welcome. Uh, these are my co-hosts, uh, Mako-chan and Ari Rockefeller. Hey. Hello. Hi. I'm calling to you on a tablet. At least it's working. Yeah. Compared to my to my setup, but um, let, let's get down to business here. So, uh, Crystal, let me ask you. I ask this to everybody that comes on. What got you into cosplay? Uh, well, I was really into Japanese animation when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and the cosplay it really was a fansview.com oh, that really yeah. made me discover cosplay. Yes, I, th- I think we're from that generation where we practically knew everybody that was on Fans View. Yeah, it was it was the only coverage you had from, and it he posted it right at the con, which was amazing. Yeah, especially for that time period. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I have to say, if it wasn't for Kevin Lillard, I don't think I would be doing this, or a bunch of other people would be doing this as well. He's like the forerunner in all of this. Mm-hmm. All right, so what kind of cosplays have you done? Something that we may, we may know. Uh, well, I've done a lot over the years. Yeah. Um, I recently did Sailor Saturns. Ah. Lots of Sailor Moon. Uh, lots of old school stuff. I'm working on Hikaru from Magic Knight Ray Earth right now for Kineticon. Oh, that is awesome, and I wish I could be at Kineticon this year. Oh. I just demolded like a million gems from because we have a whole like, the three girls and of course all of them have a million gems on their costumes. So. Wow! I mean, so. I I don't know if you've noticed lately, but there's been like a resurgence of like old school cosplays like Ranma, Ray Earth, Sailor Moon, but that's to give them a Tenchi Muyo, Dirty Pair, and a lot of other series. Yeah. I think it, a lot of people are being able to get a hold of the older animes now, and I feel like our generation is kind of going back to our old stuff, and we want to make our, you know, just the stuff that we, we all got have. on those shade, those a uh, rose t- colored glasses. Mm. <laughs> That's that more or less sounds about right. So, what made you decide to go to, or you know, I like cosplaying. I'm going to start taking pictures. Let's go into photography. Well, I've always liked photography, but I went to school for animation. Mm-hmm. 
And I ended up going more towards the stop motion animation, so I learned, a, you know, a lot of the film techniques and how how to set up lights and how to set up, you know, shots that are moving as well as shots that are beautiful singly. That is, is that a claymation? Yeah, it's uh, stop motion. It's like claymation, but it's also puppetry. Claymation's kind of a part of stop motion. Okay. That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. I like that. Alright, so so pretty much from like stop animation and claymation work, you decided to go into photography and get the ball ball rolling, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've always kind of liked doing it and then um, I went to intern with Disney and wow. I was able to kind of explore it on my days off and really kind of work with the skills and I really enjoyed it. That sounds really awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we go into the Cosplay Studio Project, which I'm happy to see that you've made your goals, so congratulations on that. Thank you. I'm really excited for all the different things I can offer people. Okay, so um, for some of us who, who don't know, could you please explain to us what the Cosplay Studio Project is all about? Uh, essentially, I just wanted to make a studio that I can move around to different cons mm-hmm. with different backdrops, not just the colors, but also like environmental backdrops. So everyone's, I've been noticing the last few years that I go to conventions and you get the gorgeous convention centers like Astocon where you can pretty much shoot any kind of costume at. But then you can the hotels that are all concrete and you're trying to shoot this beautiful ball gown and all you have is like concrete walls and like little plants and stuff and it's just not, you know, it just doesn't go with the costume that you're trying to shoot. So I'm trying to make a studio that if we can't shoot mm. live, then we can shoot on a backdrop okay. and we make the costumer pop out of the backdrop. I, I like the sound of that. I think it's really cool. I think it's also a little bit different. It kind of seems like it's going to be like a small little setup that can be easy set up and broken down, taken to different conventions by like what, a couple of people compared to like five, six, like a small platoon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it, you know, if it depends on the convention, like some mm-hmm. conventions, like Kineticon, for example, I have my own area to set up in. So I'll be able to bring all of the backdrops and do a really nice setup for that. But then the conventions that I bring it up just to set it up for a little bit, I'll only bring, you know, a couple of backdrops. Okay. Something to go with a little bit of anything. And that's pretty cool. So um, has it has um, any, you know, any conventions that's kind of like gotten wind of this that's like interested or anything like that? I haven't talked to too many conventions yet, just because I was a little worried about not getting my goal at first. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kineticon for sure, and I'm going to be, once I get everything set up, and I want to do a little bit of a video to show other conventions what the setup looks like and how the photos come out and stuff, but then I'll probably talk to a few conventions and see if they're interested in letting me set up somewhere. You know, I, I like that because I've seen people set up like 
big, massive, like, photo booths. And it's like, it's nice. But sometimes where they set it up, it kind of restricts flow of traffic from from where you're trying to get from point A to point B. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't, you know, it's like you don't really need all that space, do you? But, you know. Yeah, it depends on what, what a convention would allow. Like, I can, I have a couple of backdrops that could just be portrait backdrops. Okay. Or very very short backdrops like just a white or a black but then the bigger backdrops you need a little bit more space just because you need to get that nice swoop in there right right yeah it depends on how much space i would have and things but i would try to work out with the convention beforehand and see what they would be able to offer okay um so... yeah just buy a booth in the uh, dealer's room and do that possibly or would that be too uh unfeasible I don't know. It de- I think it depends on the dealer's room. It'd probably be good in an artist alley or a dealer's room if that would be the space that they provided. But, you know, a corner is what is good too. <laughs> as long as it's not affecting traffic. I got you. It seems like, I would say maybe like your, like where all your equipment would be, be about, I'd say... Like in a small four feet by six feet area, then it's like you walk over maybe about six, seven inches. You have the big swooping display for for your backdrops. Which I, I, I like the sound of that. Um, now, what kind of backdrops do you do you have in mind for this? Uh, well, I've been looking at uh, photo play, which has some really neat backdrops. And I've been looking, I was trying to get some ones that kind of, you know, you can't take out a con. Mm-hmm. Cons are, usually you can find something really nice for particular types of conventions, like different costumes. Right. But I'd love to get, like, sweeping mansion-looking shots. And Ooh, I, I found nice. a really nice kind of sci-fi, type of environment. So I'm going to be kind of working with that type of stuff. Yeah. Because you don't get that kind of backdrop at conventions as much as you get the nice, like, modern-looking things. All right. Now, where can some of our, our listeners check out some of your work? I think you broke up there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was asking, um, where can some of our listeners check out some of your work? Uh, well, I'm on Flickr. Okay. And I'm on the Wendy Bird on that. I can get you the URL. Oh, that would be oh, great. No. Flickr slash photos. Slash the underscore Wendy underscore bird. Uh, I post all of my stuff up there. Okay. And you can also find me on Facebook under Krista J. Newman Photography. Okay, we can definitely advertise that around because I've seen some of your work and, and I really like what you do. I, I really do. Thanks. You're welcome. I see what you've done, a few other photographers, and it's like, you know, I like what I do. I like what they do as well, so I feel, you know, I still got a bit of ways to go. 
breaking up issues. Uh, it's the Skype gods being evil to us. That's what it is. Look, uh, last week we're, we're recording with Skype, and I come to notice, oh, Audition decided not to record. It's just sitting there idling, and I'm like, you cannot be serious. Eh, sometimes um, computers can be evil to us. Let's see, um, we don't have any other questions coming from the chat, but, you know, the thing is, when it comes to Kickstarter, everybody has, like, these ideas of what they want to do, and I see them, and it's like, you know, I'm just not feeling this. No, no, no. no. I have to say... There's like been a handful of Kickstarter projects I actually like, and this is one of them. Because I know where the money is going, where every, where the point of what you're doing, and how you're giving back to the community. I mean, that really feels awesome in my book. Yeah, I really like cosplay. I started cosplay when I was 15, mm-hmm. and it. I don't know where I would be without. So I really wanted to be able to give back to the community, and you know, I, I've been working with Kineticon, and I've judged a few other conventions like the Boston, yeah. and that's great, and I love judging and everything, but this is something that I can really physically give something back to the cosplayers by giving them pictures, and I love that. Well, I just want you to just keep doing what you're doing. So before we kind of um, wrap things up, is anything else you want to like give out any other websites or anything else you want to tell our listeners? Sure. Uh, well, you can find me on Tumblr under Chris J. Newman Photography. Gotcha. And you can find the Kickstarter at kickstarter.com slash project slash Chris J. Newman slash the Cosplay Studio Project. Gotcha. Or you could just Google Cosplay Kickstarter. And it should come up if that's easier for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you can find all of my links on the Kickstarter under the About Me section, which will probably be a little easier. Yeah, what we're going to do most likely right after this um, episode, I'm going to link this to our Facebook page with some with your Tumblr and your other Facebook, so more people can check out your awesome work. Awesome! Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. It's it's more like me thanking you for for what you're doing, and it's. <laughs> really wonderful. Well, I hope everyone comes, if they're going to Kineticon, definitely come in and say hello and get some pictures done. I'm going to be there pretty much all day, depending on, uh, obviously, a couple of hours before the masquerade, I'll probably disappear. But uh, we're also having an event on Friday night where we're, I'm bringing my full-size TARDIS, where the Doctor Who and anybody who wants photos, they can take photos with that, too. Wait wait, 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 full-scale TARDIS? Yeah. My father built, my husband and I, a TARDIS for our wedding, because we had a Doctor Who wedding. So, we have a TARDIS, and we're going to bring it down because it's the 50th anniversary, and we're going to do a special time. I think it's going to be around 6 to 8, but we're going to do a special time on Friday night where you can come and take pictures. I, I got nothing. <laughs> now, now I want to go just to see the TARDIS. That sounds we're awesome. Couple, we're gonna do a couple hours on Saturday too, right after the Doctor Who big group photo shoot. So they can, if they're not dressed on Friday, they can come over on Saturday too. 
Wow. I mean, a, fr a friend of mine had a Doctor Who themed wedding, but I, I, I think you just kicked it up a notch while having a legitimate TARDIS at yours. It was a surprise for my husband, too. My father built it in the garage and hid it from him for like two months. <laughs> you hid it in your own house for months? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, thanks. Like, we live in an apartment, so my dad built it in his garage, and we just kept it out of the garage for a couple months. <laughs> I, I literally am speechless. <laughs> and we're also going to be doing photos for the nerd prom on Thursday night for Kineticon, too. <laughs> nerd prom? What is this? There's the nerd. It's the prom. <laughs> and it's really awesome. It's an extra $50 fee. And they're actually going to cater it. And it's going to be just like a proper prom. Nice. And I'm going to do a special backdrop just for the prom that's going to be all... Nice and kind of like a ball, ballroom-looking backdrop. The Enchantment Under the Sea theme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the theme is. I think it's just... Baby. <laughs> well played, Blitza. Well played. That'd be better than the proms I went to. <laughs> Alright, okay. It's looking really nice. Um, you, you can look and see what the I think they have a taco bar which sounds really interesting a taco and, bar as long taco as bar, which is cool well, it's, it's uh, taco taco is it going to be like made beforehand or are they just going to go over to Taco Bell and say hey give me like a thousand tacos I have no idea uh, uh, it's like fully catered and um, they have I'm guessing it won't be if it's fully catered yeah, and they're going to put up the pictures of the decorations, I think, in a couple of days. So it should be really neat. Um, if it's not too much trouble, I'd like to see a couple pictures of the TARDIS, because I definitely want to uh, post it on our Facebook wall. I really want to. Sure, I can send you a couple pictures of that. Oh, that would be awesome. On my Tumblr, there's a few pictures from my wedding of uh, pictures our guests took. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, and it looks like Skype Gods is being a little more retarded, so I have to let you go, or else I think Skype's going to be, like, terminated. <laughs> but uh, thank you again so much for, com for coming on the show with us tonight. Sure. Thanks, friend. Anytime, and anything else you need from us, you just let us know. Um... We didn't lose her, did we? Almost. Um, hold on, and hold on. Let me let me take. Mm, I think Skype is fully crapping out now. Yeah. Uh, all right, Krista. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. She she bailed on us, which is a good thing. I don't know what is up with Skype tonight. I mean, really. Nothing to see here, and then pull the eject button. Yeah. Pull the eject lever. Pull the button. What the fuck is the matter with me? No. 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 She had me at TARDIS. <laughs> you you don't... I, I'm, I'm just saying, you don't understand. It's just that... I mean, we're, we're living in a geek age. I mean, we're, our, we're going to get, have wedding ceremonies on our favorite geekdoms. I mean, like my sister got married 
and she had Sailor Mars' wedding dress custom done. My brother-in-law had the long-ass braid from, uh, from from Star Wars, okay? It was years ago, but I think I read on LiveJournal that uh, someone said that they, the guy said that he got, he got engaged at a convention, and apparently someone had said they would volunteer to perform the ceremony while cosplaying as Borat. That would not surprise me. I mean, yeah. And then but you, here's... Yeah. Like, I kind of forgot the name. It might have been someone I knew, but uh, mm-hmm. what, what, the first thing I th- thought of was, would he be wearing a suit or would he be wearing that friggin' sling bikini? Uh... Because that had... Because it was the latter... Yet that had the, the, the potential to be hilarious, like awfully epic or epically awful, whatever you want to go on. Oh my god. I'm sending you a link to... You have to see this. You have to see this. I got a bad feeling about no, this. No, 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 no. Tell me that's awesome. not awesome. I mean... I want one. You see, you know what would have been really have been cool? After everything is said and done, her father retrofits the TARDIS for out. Al- you open it up for alcohol. That would have been awesome. I mean, everybody has these, these geek-themed weddings, which are pretty cool, but... The fact that you have a prop from your geek wedding. The only way I can see somebody topping this if they build the command console from the Enterprise. I think that's the only way they can knock this out. You know, I think in a couple episodes of, uh, or maybe just one of uh, Next Generation, Picard actually performed a wedding ceremony. I think he performed more than one, but... So that would be the next step, I think. Like having someone dress as Picard doing that. Mm. Then again, me, I'd just be happy to have a you know, prologue to a Final Fantasy, you know, playing as I uh, as we all march out of the church. <laughs> well, my old uh, roommate, he wanted to do have the geek wedding, but after they pronounced man and wife, he wanted that scene from Aliens. Game over, man. Game over. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> or he wanted the Final Fantasy victory theme, the screen pop up. You gain all this experience and plus one wife, you know. I saw someone hold up a placard that said Achievement Unlocked, Get Married. I've actually seen shirts like that. And uh, I think it was like a, worth 100 gamer points, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, look up Star Trek Wedding. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> there are a bunch of pictures of um, wedding chapels in the shape of the bridge with a guy officiating that looks like Picard. To reiterate from earlier, I was fucking kidding. Well, I'm going to guess because if you go to certain places especially vegas <laughs> that do a lot of themed weddings like that i i wouldn't be surprised that there are places that have these setups already mm-hmm. this is the same place where you can get a drive through wedding so marriage is kind of played fast and loose over there any of you in the chat, if you are from Vegas, we mean you no disrespect. 
I don't think it really matters. <laughs> I am posting this on our Facebook wall right now, and I'm hoping that the image freaking shows. Come on. Yeah. All right. Now that we've got that out of our out of my system, let's get into the first article of the evening. Okie dokie. Uh, there's been a piece of news circulating around the net, and apparently the producer of the Cardcaptor Sakura anime expressed a desire to make a new one in an article found in the recent issue of the Animita magazine. Um, the translation from the text is basically this magazine wants to capture Cardcaptor Sakura. If the anime did return, it would be a remake. I want to make a new Cardcaptor Sakura if possible, but... Uh, and then the author of the article goes, uh, I personally love the idea of Studio Madhouse producing a Cardcaptor Sakura remake, and I would go crazy. I love the classic anime, which in my opinion is just as good as the manga, but a remake would most likely be more of a direct adaptation of the manga a la Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which I have no problem with. So it wouldn't just be an update with the high definition graphics then. Um, no. If he was gonna do it, he would do a full remake, which be would good. be awesome because there is a lot that was left out of the uh, anime that happened in the manga. DJ, your thoughts on this? You're kind of quiet over there. Sorry, I actually hit my, hit mute by accident. Stupid me. It happens. What I'm saying is, I like direct adaptations, but maybe it should be slightly off, just a little bit, so make people come back, and keep watching. Because if it's like I've always said, if something is a direct adaptation, like scene for scene, the ratings are going to more or less drop because people are not going to know what's going to happen, unless you're a fan of Game of Thrones. Well, I think what they need to do is they need to do a combination of what they did for the anime and bring in the manga aspect. Because in the manga, um, you don't see her capturing as many cards as she does in the anime. Mm -hmm. Most of the cards that she captures are basically um, filler. Off-screen. Well, because you got to Well, some some of them are off-screen. Some of them happen completely differently than... Um, like between the two of them but she captured like throughout the anime the movies all of that I think you see her capture almost all of the cards Hmm. whereas in the manga I think she only captures like five of them so you could leave the whole aspect of her catching all the cards in the reboot and the cards that were she caught differently they can keep it as how she caught it in the manga that I could see yeah, but I mean, the anime actually brought in extra characters that didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, the anime was very centered on the cards itself and 
um, Sharon Lee and him coming over and the whole aspect of Cloud Reed and all of that. The manga, I mean, a lot of like a lot of the ending part of the manga is all about um, Sakura and Lee's relationship. Okay. And how that grows, which they don't touch on at all in the anime. Except I think in one of the movies and he comes back and they don't even make it like a relationship. It's just him coming back and their friends and stuff like that. Look at the image on the like take it from the magazine. They look like they're going to prom, doesn't it? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's because in other clamp uh side projects um, Subasta Chronicles and XXXholic and all of that, they bring in a lot of elements from Cardcaptor Sakura. It's not a clamp series if there's no crossover. Very true. But they bring over a lot of that extra stuff and within it their relationship grows and you see more of their relationship growing. So I'm wondering if a complete series remake would bring in any of that stuff as well. Well, let's cover this uh, briefly now. What series would you like to see a reboot of? And for the record, Sailor Moon doesn't count because we're already getting one. Ronma One Half doesn't count because we got a movie. And yeah, that's it. So. What would we see? What would you like? Um, now, if you say Inuyasha, I'm going to beat you with a pillow. No, no, no. Uh, I actually only have three of them that I would really like to see. Yeah. Uh, two of them, Fruits Basket and Host Club. Or in Host Club. Um, because they ended the anime before the manga ended. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to see basically 90% of what actually happens. Um, Host Club, at least, like, they completely changed the ending Mm -hmm. to make it a true ending for the anime. Mm -hmm. And Fruits Basket, they didn't even do that. They basically just stopped it, and you could tell that there's almost, like, they should have gone on with it, or they were hoping to be able to go on with it. Um, But those are the two major ones. The other one is uh, Darkstalkers. They did an OVA for it that was uh, a couple of episodes, and I'd really like to see them do a true anime series out of it. Wasn't it like four OVAs? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And I mean, we're not did... thinking about the video game, are we? Yeah. Yes. They did an OVA anime to basically bring in the characters, and it was actually really, really good. And then. Um, I don't remember if it was Canada or Europe or America that did a really, really crappy version. It was the American version, yes. It was yeah. Um, yeah, Darkstalkers. It was dubbed by the Ocean Group. So, you know, it was from the people that did Mega Man. So they're like, well, why not? Well, I, the I, show was a house cat for some guy, for <laughs> some kid. <laughs> well, the kid was the reincarnation of Merlin. And they switched around some of the storyline where Morgan was actually the 
um, the daughter or the reincarnation of uh, Morgan Le Fay. Morgan so, Onsland was a reincarnation of Morgan Le Fay? Yeah. So it had a lot of that kind of thing where it was Merlin versus Morgan and bringing in that kind of power into it. I own it. I liked it enough, but nobody else liked it. Everybody thought it was crappy. <laughs> well, I don't Not know. Not as bad as a Street Fighter cartoon, but it was pretty up there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. The code of the Street Fighter. But I did find this gem here. Because so, trust me, th I remember getting up early in the morning to watch this. <laughs> Supernatural things. Magic and sorcery. They're back. From out of the gloom, stalk your worst nightmares. Ghouls, zombies, werewolves, vampires. You can't be sure what lurks out there in the darkness of night. We're the dark stalkers. I just remember from that one guitar riff. Wow, this brings back memories. Bad memories. No, I love the. I really, really love those cartoons. It was campy in a good way. I loved it enough that I freaking bought it. Hello. Did they ever put BB Hood in the game? In the cartoon series? I don't think so. I don't. I think this covered the first two games. Because BB Hood is the biggest sociopath in the entire series. She's the one that you least expect. She's she's the one that, that you least expect from anything. But um, since we kind of brought along Street Fighter, Colonel William Guile. No, no, no! Turn that off now. Using it to conceal his secret mission as leader of an elite group of international crime fighters known only by their code name, Street Fighter. Heroic man beast. Uh, the worst part about that is it was a continuation of the movie where they thought Blanca was Dalzi, yes, they know. Where, where Blanca was supposedly Giles' old buddy Charlie, oh, yeah, aka yeah, 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 Carlos. Yeah, you got that, yeah. I got that mixed up, yeah. They should have called this the Giles show. That's what they should have done. Commitment, and together they will triumph against the forces of evil. And it actually had the movie logo too. And you got to admit, yeah, they really screwed the pooch on that cartoon. Bison had some of the best lines in the entire series. One of my my favorite line from him personally is when he's fighting Chun Li and. I think Cammy at the same time, but I know he's fighting Chun Li, and she she's like pissed up that she that he killed his, her father, and he goes, and I quote, "Yes, yes, I killed your father. What is it with you women, anyway? I killed my father, and you don't hear me whining about it." <laughs> That's terrible. And of course, the uh, this is delicious moment. See, my my new go-to video is Bison going, yes, yes, instead yeah. of uh, Daniel Bryan's, yes, yes, yes. Because evidently when you look for the Daniel Bryan one, all you can find are five and ten hour variants. 
Yeah, the animation in that series was atrocious, too. I actually liked Double Dragon, and I found it amusing that the person who did the voice of Billy Lee was also the voice of Colonel Guile on Street Fighter. Can't You can't miss that voice. So, other reboots? Um... Tenchi Muyo, because those last bunch of OVAs wrecked everything. I don't know that they need a full reboot. They just need to stick with not bringing in dumbass plot. Yeah, they need not to retcon that shit, you know. But I mean, they're they're doing so much crappy shit with Tenchi. Because I mean, technically, wouldn't the second season be a reboot of the series? Technically, but they're saying it's a continuation because it's OVA 14. Because evidently, in between those years, they forgot that Tenchi's mom is dead. Yeah. What hole? I'd like to see a reboot of Project Echo. That was a good series. And I think that No, no, the only the only other one that I think that I would like to see like a major rehaul with, they've already done major rehauls with Full Metal. Well, Full Metal, yeah, because the original one strayed a way 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 out of the uh, manga. Mm-hmm. But like Helsing, I really liked Helsing. Mm-hmm. And I liked the 13 episode OVA. And then I read the manga, and it's like some of the elements are there, but it goes, it, it's so much darker in the manga. And then they did Helsing Ultimate, which pulls from the manga so much and is just so dark. Well, yeah, now, if giving the success of Sailor Moon the reboot, and it's going to be along the lines of the manga, and we all know that manga is dark as fuck, which kind of surprised uh-huh. the hell out of me, I think we can get away with a reboot of Helsing. I'd love to see a live-action reboot of Helsing, actually. We've had that. It's called Masquerades. <laughs> <laughs> We go to the I'd, chat like to see a, I'd like to see him do Speed Racer for the 2013. That would work. If we go to the chat room. I mean, I know there was, a, there was an American version of it at one point, I think in the late 90s, but yeah, it was abysmal. No, the new adventure to Speed Racer. I actually liked that. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, but, it wasn't horrible. If we go to the chat room real quick at um, vognetwork.com slash live, Hockey Common goes, I'm liking the Space Battleship Yamato reboot so far. All right. Yeah, I've seen those trailers. They're awesome. Another one is, uh, you remember a Saturday anime on sci-fi? Uh, do we have to? Well, that was one of the fir- my first exposures to it outside of my main three. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the series I remember seeing was uh, Iria Zyrum. Yeah, Iria Zyrum anyone. animation. Yeah, I never finished that. Since CPM is gone, the license is probably gone to shit. I might have to, like, acquire that. Yeah, I'd love to see it do, 
love to see them do a new version of that. Ha, you thought I was going to say Pokemon. <laughs> I think not. Yeah, the other one that I wouldn't mind seeing a reboot of, because they haven't really done anything lately with it, is um, Vampire Hunter Day. Yeah. You've got the novels, and you have the movies, but they never really did a full series with it. And I'd love to see what they would do now with it, since there are so many dark anime out there. You know what I'd like to see also? If we're going down, down that route, Bubblegum Crisis. Not 2040, a remake of the original in HD with a little bit of CGI. Whew. That would be fucking awesome. Now, now speaking of quote-unquote reboot and so forth, I think we can kind of kind of put this under sequels. Now, now, ladies, calm down, calm down. It's not what you think. It's only because I like this song. New Mobile Suit Gundam video project coming soon. A new teaser site by the name of GundamBF.net had been launched featuring a new and never-before-seen Mobile Suit Gundam. The full website will be open on July 2nd at 11.59 a.m. on Japan Standard Time, which means July 3rd for us. Now we're going to see what this is all about. So it looks like we might be seeing a brand new Gundam series, and some people are alluding it to Seed. What, it would be a continuation of Seed, or just in the style of Seed? In the style of Seed. I don't know. I, I, I guess for me, after Wing, I could care less, you know? I don't know. I mean, I like some of the other series, but... I would have liked to have given Seed a chance. I, I just never really gave it a chance, because every time I would catch I'd catch one episode, and I would not catch the rest. I'm like, son of a bitch. Mm. Well, you'd end up seeing one episode that just, like, turns you off to the entire series? No, it turned... No, I liked it, but it was just that... I could never catch it on a regular basis, even though it was only at the regular time. I was always busy doing other things. Now, my luck is when I start watching a series and I can't see every episode, it seems that every time I can see the episodes, I end up only seeing one freaking episode. Hmm. What the hell? Okay. Alright. And Hockey Comic Axe, would you like to see a reboot of Pat Labor? Uh, maybe. I've never watched uh, Pat Labor, but I wouldn't mind a reboot of Dominion Tank Police with the Puma Twins. Oh, another good call. Yeah. Now we go on to some sad news here. Um, Ari, would you like to take this one? Sure, just let me bring it up. Gotta bring up the link. All right. Yes, veteran voice actor Kenji Utsumi passes away. He voiced Alex Lewis, Armstrong, and Fullmetal Alchemist, Rao in Fist of the North Star, and, <clears throat> pardon me, Breaking Boss in Shinzo Ningen Kashirn. He was 75 years old. He had been hospitalized in Shiguku Hospital for peritonesis, a condition where the peritoneum, the thin tissue that lines the inner wall of the abdomen and covers most of the eyeball organs are inflamed. Hmm. 
1937, he was the youngest of five brothers. In 1955, he joined NHK's theater company and began working on radio dramas. He made his anime debut in Ukami Shonen Ken as One-Eyed Jack. In 1984, he voiced Rao, the principal rival and adversary to the Kenshiro in Fist of the North Star. That same year, he founded Ken Productions, a voice talent management agency. He received the Lifetime Achievement Award during the third Seiyo Awards in 2009. His passing is the second death in as many weeks involving a notable voice actor. Last week saw the passing of One Piece voice actor Tako Ishimori. He survived by his wife, fellow voice actress Michiko Nomura. Yeah, and if you if you look at the list, he, he did some roles that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did a lot of stuff. Uh, he was Shenlong in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT. He was Rikum, uh, uh, Armstrong, Bracken Boss. Uh, let's see, uh, he was Odin in Saint Seiya. The, he was, and he's also uh, the uh, Japanese dub of Joker in the Batman. Yeah, movie. he did a lot. He, he actually does a lot of um, dubbing roles. Uh, he was Tiger in American Tale, American Tale Five Goes West, and that whole series. Um, he was Hans Grubber in the Die Hard series. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, Let's see. He was Saddam Hussein in Hot Shots Part, Hot Shots Part Two. Oh, no. I would have, I have to see a Japanese <laughs> dub of that now. Um, he was Quint from Jaws. He was Audrey Two in Little Shop of Horrors. If you look at his wiki, uh, he was the official dub over for Steve McQueen, Sammy Davis Jr., Victor Mature, and Robert Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Gimli in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He was wow. Morpheus in the Matrix trilogy. Uh, he was Apollo Creed in Rocky. Wow. Oh, he's in Boost. No, wait, that's, uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. That's he was... Drago. Whoa, I... This, oh, okay, I'm done on this one, on these two. He was the voice of Scotty in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, no, 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 no. He was also... She's got the captain. Also Shredder in Ninja Turtles. And Detective Eddie Valent from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he he actually did a lot of really popular English to Japanese dubbing roles for movies. Mm. And here's what they interesting. I click on the link about his wife. She was Trixie in Speed Racer. The original mm-hmm. Speed that. Racer. Wow. Well, sir, Godspeed. I'd play uh, something for FMA, but I don't think I have anything appropriate for um for Armstrong. I don't even think I actually have all of the FMA the first opening, uh, The first ending theme. Oh, I could do that. I think I can do that. Um, okay, if I can remember the actual na- name of the actual end theme. God damn it. You know, I can I can search it in Winamp, I can look, and I'm like, that ain't it. 
But as soon as I go into my anime folder and just pull it up, I'm like, that's what it is. Because of the way everything is um is organized. So you mean this right here? No, no, not that. I think it's the second one. I want to answer that. Okay. Um, this. That one. Yeah, it's a lot nicer than the third ending one, which is kind of sad. I actually have music by this group. It's pretty good. Alright. Let's not continue wallowing in the sadness. It's more like a celebration of his life, so... I say we kind of kickstart and start wrapping things up. Yeah, we're gonna we're actually gonna end semi on time tonight. Wow! I know first time for everything. Wow! Yeah. All right. All right, people. We will be back.
Okay, before we get into the uh, end credits, there's something, this one article pretty much hit the cutting room floor, but I, I gotta say something about it real quick, then we can get out of here. 
All right, y'all remember when I went to the Carrie Pamu Pamu concert uh, about a month or two ago? Yeah. It's well, it seems that she's going to be singing um a title track for the release of Star Trek Into Darkness in Japan. The song is being is going to be called Into Darkness. Now, I don't have the song, but this is her style. Oh. I mean, it's for a club scene in the movie she's doing the song for, but I don't know. I'll... I don't, I don't know. Uh, um, you okay over there? I don't think I will ever be okay. It's kind of like that moment when Travis from Under Sedation Live met Vic Mignogna. It, it, it was like that. You know what? Let's get the hell up on out of here. I, I, I think that, that, that broke me. I think you need a drink. Yeah, Howard's surprised I still have spirits left. I'm like, strong as that shit is? Of course I'd have some left. Mm. I still got the boost from anime next. We will finish it at Otakon. Awesome. Yes. So, if you if you like this podcast, tell a friend. They, in turn, will tell another person, and so on and so forth. Because this is how people know of us and what we do. Whether you like us or hate us, people will listen and then pass judgment. We're independent bloggers. We do this for free. We could be doing other things, but we like doing this because it's what we do. So, since we're independent bloggers, we're going to tell you exactly how it is. We're not going to um, pull any punches on that. So check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we'll be having a lot of articles and don't forget our weekly um, cosplayer interviews on Mondays. And I believe we just put up the Big Apple PonyCon um, article review which was pretty good and we'll be posting a link to the uh, photo galleries real soon. But for some reason you can't access our website through a firewall or something like that and you want to get to our podcast, it's not hard. You can find us on Podcast Alley, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, and Xbox Music. If you listen to us on iTunes, we ask for a five-star rating. If you give us one, we'll gladly read it right on the air and make you uh, king of the podcast just for that one episode. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Where, uh, let me find this real quick. Come on, come on. I should, I should have had this shit queued up already, but I didn't. Come on, Winamp. Come on, come on. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Well, if you go to our YouTube page, you will notice that all of the 2012 videos are up and posted. It's a miracle. Yay! You know what that is? That's a victory. 
you can't see it, but I'm actually pumping my fist up in the air like the character from FF6. Anyone level up? No, just me, because I was the one slaving at the machine doing it. <laughs> but anywho. And right now, I am working on the 2013 videos. I would hope to have Katori Khan by the end of the week. Hopefully. So definitely check out um, our own YouTube page. You can find me at um, DJ Ron Mess. Ari's at the Ari Man, and Makochan's at Joe Videa. And if we go to the chat room real quick, Act Def joins. He's like, I'm just in time to hear the ending. Sorry. Yep. Well, we're gonna give him a pass because he's a he's a hardworking teacher, and he had to see his kids graduate, so it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll give we'll give him a slide on that because teachers are hardworking people. Hopefully, I'll be able to come, become a substitute teacher soon. Um, I actually had a contact I met through a Metasonic function, and uh, she's a superintendent of a high school around my area, and she said she'll give me all the paperwork I need. Sweet. That is awesome. So definitely check out um, our... Um, uh, there we go. Check out our Twitter page, twitter.com slash anime jam session. Follow us here if you want to know what conventions we're going to, when photos are being posted, articles, videos, everything, you name it. That way you can get a little glimpse of what's going on. And we are also on Twitter. You can find me at DigiRonmaS, Ari is at the Ari Man, and Mako-chan is at Joe Videa. And check out our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash anime jam session. We're at 2,449 fans. And to that, we just have to say thank you. If it wasn't for you guys liking us, liking the pictures and the photos, we couldn't do it. As long as you keep liking it, we know you guys are enjoying it and gals, so we'll just keep at it. And as an interesting uh, interesting things, um, the co- the co-chair of Big Apple PonyCon loved the coverage we did for, for that convention. So Excellent. Yeah. So to uh, Mooney Girl, Silver Phoenix, and Jen, great job on that. Definitely great job. And to you, Active, bro hoof right back. So if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash DJRonMess, where I'm talking a little bit more about the podcast, cosplay, and other things that are on my mind. Cool stuff. And if you want to follow um, our resident bitch over here, um, hey. you make it sound like it's a bad thing. I know, I know, it's not, because... She wears her bitch flag proudly. Yes. I do. Yes, she does. You can find her at, at facebook.com slash Makoto Maiko Chankino. And don't forget, we are not the only show on the Vogue Network. Um, we have uh, Critical Myth, which is three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, which they talk about... TV, movie, and book reviews. You can check out British Invaders, which is 8 p.m. on Mondays, where we talk about British uh, television and science fiction. Pod Culture at 9 on Mondays, where they definitely talk about Doctor Who and cool science fiction. And then there's Girls Gone Wow, 12 p.m. on Wednesdays, and Horde House, which is at 10 p.m. It's Wow Wednesday, so if you're definitely into uh, World of Warcraft, those are your two shows right there. 
And then we're back again. Yes, we're not just live at 9.30 on Tuesdays. Encore presentation at 1 p.m. On, on the Vogue Network. And if you're into popular culture, reminiscing about the good old days and that good stuff, check out Understation Live, Saturdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. And then if you're all about video games, check out our flagship programming shows, the Bobby Blackwell Show at 8 p.m. Sunday, followed by Orange Orange Radio at 9 p.m. Definitely check out Bobby Blackwolf at 8. I think he will have a show tonight, uh, that Sunday, because he, he his house got struck by electricity, and it fried some of his components. So we're Oh, hoping, God damn. You, dude, you don't know. He, he, everything's posted on the forums. He lost a lot of stuff. Hopefully he is able to recover and do what he has to do. So... If there is a podcast on Sunday, there will be. If not, just be patient. He'll be back the following Sunday. At least he didn't get hurt. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and as I think it was Heck that said earlier, it feels strange without Black Wolf being here. I'm like, and I got, got to understand. I can kind of see that because he sits there, you know, he, he chat logs and so forth. So a bunch of us are kind of keeping up the task of chat logging for him. So, um, last words, Ari. There was a mailer from Tokyo Pop last week. I don't know if anyone else got it, but they ranked their top ten dads in anime. Yeah. And number five on the list was Gendo. Ooh, it's Gendo. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a Funimation thing. Oh, I must have been thinking of something else. Then. But still, you have... Best dads, and they said Gendo. Come on now. I think Genma outranks Gendo in that type of shit. I'm not sure if he was on that list or not. No, he S- wasn't. I think Son Goku was number one. Of course. Uh, on Funimation's Goku. list, it was actually um, Maze Hughes. Because oh, fucking courts. Yeah, Maze <laughs> Hughes is the fucking man. Come on. Everyone fucking cried during his funeral. Everyone. And people, yeah. people turned off FMA and said, fuck this shit, I'm done. Table flip. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. Last words, Mako-chan. I'm going back to reading fanfiction, and then tomorrow I have to go for another job interview. Wonderful. The... Good luck. Thank you. I'm going to have to um, retire my school bag for right now and go digging into my tiny-ass closet and find one of my other travel bags to keep my books together in. That's going to be fun. Ooh, fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's been fun. We'll definitely see you guys. Same Vogue channel, same Vogue time. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Good night. See you when we see you. Anime Jam Session, bitches. We out. Later. Say good night, Mako. Good night, Mako. I didn't like that one. Say good night, Mako. Go to hell. She doesn't get paid to say it twice. Oh, wait till I tell her mother. See what I have to put up with?
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time... The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.